Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, Gator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Gator. We're 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 uh, we're, we're we're trying to mend the fences after you had that bastard steal my cigar. Well, at least we got everything taken care of in court. Yeah, so we did. We can sit, you know, within a hundred yards of each other again. Yeah. That was a whole thing. That was a whole thing. A very quick turn. I mean, court action. A very quick turnaround in the court action. I might add. I we, mean, that's we got probably lucky there. It's probably the quickest there's ever been a, a hearing on a on a suit like that. You Although, know, like but within when, what forty eight hours? When we did the interview today, <laughs> we we couldn't be together. And no, that was before the court. Yes. Then we had court, and now we're here. Yeah. No. Yeah. The, yeah. the order has been lifted. Bitter. Nick, Nick, so bitter. Nick couldn't come within a hundred yards of the house. I, I had. Well, you know what? Because you gave away my cigar, and thankfully, I had a cigar minister. I had a cigar friendly uh, judge who sided with me. And anyone, you know, it all worked out. If you haven't listened, you have to go back and listen to the episode of the Gator Show that came out. What was it? Wednesday. On Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. And that'll explain all. Yeah. So thankfully, I had a very cigar friendly judge who sided with me. And uh, I, I had Nick know, and, and even pulled me aside after the, the, the hearing was over with and told me that the that Barnaby's lucky because if it would have been him, um, then then I mean, things could have gone even worse. True. I'm just saying, True. you know, I, I had Nick and Pastor Barnaby Rothschild literally rolling around fighting in the yard. At one point, I had to get the hose out and spray them down. Then it turned into mud. That was all off mic because you took the soundboard and ran away with it. Yeah, well, you know what? You, it, it was very You childish. stole all the equipment and you stole my 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 bandito and- Not a bambino. Shut up. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you took my cigar and that's the second time that you've given away my freebie cigar like that. And I'm sick and tired of it, Jeff. I'm not wearing pants. Oh, fuck, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, you're not. You're literally sitting here in your drug rug and your boxers. I am. So, oh, so today I didn't notice that. We're until gonna you said that. make the cut noise real quick because we're actually we smoked our cigars we're during gonna, the interview. We're gonna do what? We're gonna make the cut noise. Okay, so we're gonna <laughs> cut our cigars, which we've actually already done because we say, recorded the we, interview we, early. Yeah, yeah. We it was were, Smoker's Choice today. It was Smoker's Choice, and we kind of recorded earlier. And so um, the cut that we, we didn't do during that recording of the portion. It was hard um, to do over the uh, you know Skype call that we did. So yeah, Well, you know, and you had the bailiff standing there watching and it, making sure it everything was, really was awkward. awkward. But yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, whatever. Um, I had that ankle bracelet. Yes. It kept shocking me because I, pl- I had my headphones <laughs> on and, you know, the power from the board, it would like travel. So like every, every once in a while, my leg would just twitch heavily, you know, <laughs> it was, was kind of weird <laughs> anyway. But um, no. Uh, so, yeah. So the cut that you don't hear but did occur is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company of Crestwood, Missouri. Our man and, Dan. And uh, we just want to remind everybody that our man Dan and Cindy over there, they're getting ready to host the crew from Martina Cigars. On Saturday, October the 17th from 1 1 to 4. 1 to 4. And so Dave and the crew from Martina Cigars, they're trekking in from New York and they're bringing a roller with them. So you get to watch a guy hand roll cigars right there at at, uh, Riverman Cigars. And you get to pick up some wonderful, wonderful cigars, including hopefully the Bishop and the Gator, assuming they have not sold out yet. Selling like crazy. They are selling like crazy. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, um, yeah, and while you're there, bring your own chair, 
because there's a whole lot of space out in front of the store with that 1500 square foot patio as well as the parking lot that I'm sure we can use and it'll be I'm I'm yeah Pulling it's, out, I'm hoping that it's just going to be a gorgeous day and we can all sit out front in our lawn chairs, smoke some cigars, distance social and distance, away. and have a wonderful, wonderful time. You know, the funny thing is, and we, we greased the wheels and we were able to get the stuff through court, but if we hadn't, we would have been able to stay 100 yards apart there on that 1,500 square foot covered patio. It would have been just fine. Yep. We, we would have been just hollering things back and forth at each other, oh, but we still may. That's very, <laughs> very likely true. Because I'm, I'm still not over it. Yeah, you're bitter. Anyway. Yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, make sure you put it on your calendar for Saturday, October 17th at Riverman Cigar Company. And while you're there, you can pick up some of the awesome cigars that Dan has in his humidor, $3 to $100. And you can find all kinds of good stuff. And uh, Including the whole line of Martinez including cigars. Including the whole line of Martinez cigars and a bunch of others. You can hang out and have a good time. So swing on by Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. You know, and... I keep going back to the fight because, guys, I I think I almost have PTSD from this. But seeing those two roll around, I don't know which one actually won the fight. Oh, like, I did. it was pretty evenly matched. I did. I did. That, I don't the know The fact that he sued me, that tells me well, I did. He, okay. I won. They've I won. subpoenaed documents, but I don't think, they, they haven't actually sued yet. Here's the thing. I don't know why he wants to involve the court, given the fact that he's got all of these, like, agencies, like IRS and all the other ones, like, coming after Just him. breathing down his neck. Yeah. It's like, why are you getting involved in the legal system again? You know, I guess you just roll the dice. <sighs> he's, the man's a moron. But anyway, <laughs> I said it. Pastor Barnaby is a moron. Wow. I mean, you're you're giving him he like literally evidence based a church off of cigars. He's taking money for that, and he's gonna go and bring legal action. Whatever works. I mean, whatever. Yeah. All right. I mean, all right. Well, anyway, so <laughs> earlier today, Nick is still so bitter about this. Earlier today, we had a wonderful conversation. So bitter with a friend of mine who um, Pinky is going by Pink Bronco, and Pinky. You know, in the spirit of full disclosure, she wanted to remain anonymous because she has... Do you blame her? It's our show. Nah, I mean, she's got a number of friends. She's a new cigar smoker. Yes. She's a new cigar smoker. A and, sister of the leaf is um, She got going with it during COVID. And she's got a number of friends who um, maybe aren't quite aware of her cigar smoking. And I think she wants to just kind of keep it, keep it private. Yep. And so we respected that. And so tell some good stories though coming up. It's true. Yeah. So, um, but we talked with Pinky earlier today, and we got her story about, um, you know, kind of how she got into cigars and um, what she enjoys about cigars, and then the conversation just kind of went from there. So it did. So we're gonna have, play that conversation for you now. So I'm here today with a friend of mine who I uh, introduced cigars to over the COVID. Uh, uh, break, if you will. Uh, we're joined by uh, somebody we've referred to a couple times, Pink Bronco. How are you? Hello. Very good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I'm glad you're joining us. So, And we're joined by phone by Jeff. Yeah, we have, uh, Nick and I have a little legal matter. Yeah, fuck off. That we've got to clear up. Um, there's currently a restraining order. Yeah. And you and that goddamn I'm pastor. Yards, I'm 100 yards down the street and I can see them. But yeah, we're, we're, we have to stay 
separated. You and that. Hopefully, hopefully, when we actually air this, we'll be able to have resolved this in court, so we can do kind of the header and footer. But as of right now, um, yeah, there's a restraining order. You and that goddamn snake oil salesman. Nick, you attacked a pastor. He's not a pastor. He's a freaking crook. Look, that is for the IRS to decide. Oh, let me tell you, I will help the IRS in any way, shape, or form, but that's neither here nor there. So today we're going to talk to Pink Bronco. I uh, just like the fact that the man anoints his cigars before he sends them to you after your pledge. <laughs> anyway, God, I hate you, Jeff. So today we're going we're gonna to speak with, uh, with Pink Bronco, and we're going to talk about getting into cigars. So... So it's kind of funny. Um, she uh, she listened. Hi, Hi, Jeff. She, I, I suppose one day you and I will meet in real life. Maybe. It's probably better this way for you. I'm, I'm going to believe that 100%. I'm, I'm just going to take you at your word. Most women, it's better on yeah. the phone, you know, and everything. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but you, uh, you had listened to our show. Yes. Before you'd ever gotten into cigars. Yes, I did. And had zero interest still. As much as I love and respect you, as much as I love and respect you, you just hadn't gotten it there yet. So, but okay. I was happy to support you, fan of the show, followed you on Instagram. Yep. And then COVID hit. Yes. And all of a sudden, I'm doing a, I, I, I remember this clearly, I'm doing like an Instagram live and all of a sudden, I'm getting text messages from you saying that you are watching in your garage with a cigar. Yes. So how in the hell did we come to that point? COVID. COVID. <laughs> well, it's important to note that that was at like 10 o'clock at night. So it was. your night was just getting started. It's true. My night in the real world. <laughs> Rapidly. <would've>, should have been over <laughs> Should have been over two hours before that. But... Uh, I, you know, during quarantine, when there was literally nothing else to do, I was finding myself staying up till one or two in the morning. So I was scrolling through, through Instagram and I saw that you were going live in a couple minutes. And I thought to myself, you know, I've got this cigar that I got at a charity golf tournament. Um, I won't say how long ago I got it. Uh, how long ago? It was at least two years. It was at least two years ago. So without humidification. Right. Of course, I didn't even know that was a thing. <laughs> I okay. mean, I was. I mean, I was seriously a, a novice rookie. No, it was in like a tube. I think you told me it, it was, was in a, like a little, like aluminum the aluminum tube. tube. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and I had at the golf tournament. I got it and I brought it home and thought, you know, maybe my husband will smoke it, Mister Bronco. Mister Bronco. I've never known him to smoke cigars, but it was free. What the heck? So that night I saw Nick was going live on Instagram and I thought, you know what? I've got that cigar. I'm going to go get it. So I texted him and thought, and I said, Hey, I'm sitting outside of my garage. Let's do this. And, uh, I (laughs) opened it up. Didn't know you had to cut them. I mean, when I said I was a rookie, (laughs) I was a rookie. Um, and I tried lighting it and the whole thing damn near just disintegrated. I mean, I had nothing. Probably was the best thing that could have happened. Yes. I I agree. I mean, looking back, knowing a little bit more that I know now versus then, um, it it probably would have turned me off forever. Yeah. It was not just not a quality cigar. 
Um, and so I was disappointed. I mean, I was looking forward to just sitting there for an hour and trying something new and being the anti pink Bronco, you know, because <laughs> in real life, I'm just real, I'm high strung, I'm type A, I'm super go, go, go. And uh, just the thought of sitting there in the garage for the next hour doing nothing except smoking a cigar was very attractive to me. Well, and that, and so when you and I talked about cigars, that was. Exactly it. That was the thing that um, you kind of seemed to fixate on was the idea that there was there was this this thing that you would do and you just had to sit and chill. You had to sit and relax and just just commit to it for an hour, hour plus. 100%. So that next day you texted me and said, I mean, this was really early on in quarantine, right? Yeah, this was like. This was actually so early on that the stores hadn't even shut down yet because I think I went by the Hill Cigar Company to pick up the sticks that I dropped off to you um, before they shut down. And they shut down, I think, like late, late March. March. Yeah, I was. So this was like beginning of COVID, very beginning of COVID. Correct. And um so you had texted me that next morning and said, hey, I put something. It was so early on that we were like, you still weren't interacting with anybody. Yeah. Right. It was like you couldn't touch anybody. You couldn't get within a couple. So you said, hey, I just dropped something off on your porch. And I went outside and Nick had like five or six sticks in a bag with the little humidor thing. I don't even know what that's called. The bovita pack. That. There you go. <laughs> we're still working, but that's with okay. The, with the cutter yep. and a lighter. Uh, I mean, it was like Christmas morning. <laughs> now, now, okay. I, I want inter- exactly. to interject this, um, okay. Pinky, because when Nick leaves something on my front step, <laughs> it's usually flaming <laughs> and full of shit. You deserve it. It's a totally different experience for me. <laughs> I would. I, it sounds like it for sure. Well, see, and that, and and I was just referencing. It's jolly old Saint Nick. You know, when you're a good kid. You get cigars, and when you're a bad kid, you get flaming bags of poop. <laughs> if that's not the best graphic of the difference between Pink Bronco and Jeff, I, I, I mean, just don't know what else is. I don't is. know what else is. Very so. descriptive. Oh, it, it paints a very accurate picture. It does. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so I had picked up um, a nice little variety pack. I got you um, a couple of the uh, Tabac Specials, because mm-hmm. I always tend to go with those for the for the novice smokers. And um, I didn't want to get you just um, infused flavored cigars. I wanted you to be also try just some straight, regular tobacco, you know, kind mm-hmm. of cigars. So I got a couple of the uh, the Leaf by Oscars, and it was the Connecticut and the Maduro, you know. And then there were a couple others that I th- I think I threw in. Um, I think there was an acid. There might have been an acid. And then I think I also threw in a... Um, uh, Oscar, Ciceron, uh, 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 Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. One of those cigars. Yes. And so it was one of those things that way you could try the infused stuff, but then also you could try the regular, just plain Jane tobaccos so that you could, uh, you know, appreciate the difference. And then also, uh, by getting you the, both the Maduro and the Connecticut, you could even try the differences between the different types of just plain tobacco. Right. So the challenge I had was I knew I had these really high quality cigars now. 
I mean, my reference point for this was that I had a two-year-old cigar, so anything was better than that. Um, but I didn't know what to do with it, remember? Yep. I was like, I don't, I, I didn't even know you had to cut them. So yep. I called you and I was like, hey, I mean, you just want to come over and we can social distance in the backyard. And um, this, well, this might even have been before the term social distance. I mean, this was so early it, Everything was all coming together at yeah, that point. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I said, do you just want to come over and let's, let's do this. Let's try this. So you came over. I mean, I think we were outside for four hours that yep. first time. Um, and it was awesome. But yep. that's true. I, I remember asking you what, why you started. And you said, you know, with the paper getting so busy and all this stuff, you said it was your time to just sit there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. And that idea to me of forced relaxation was very attractive. I really and, liked the idea of that. And okay, so I got to ask you this, Pinky. It works, doesn't it? Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. It is. And it's something. So during quarantine, when there was literally nothing else to do for weeks on end, uh-huh. it was like, and especially when the weather got nice, uh-huh. it's, it's something to look forward to. It is. Oh, I know. I could tell because, you know, the monkey climbed firmly onto your back and latched on just like it did mine because I, you know, it started off with, you know, that, that first batch of cigars and, you know, coming over that first time. And then next thing I know, I'm getting text messages like, Hey, you want to come have a cigar? You want to come have a cigar? You want And so like, I'm popping by like fairly frequently there and I'm like, okay, she's getting into this. She's getting into this. And so then, then you're going to, to total wine and you found the cigars of total wine. Yep. And you were experimenting. And then, then it seemed like something else interesting happened. Suddenly, the, the, because you were now interested in this, suddenly you found other people that were interested in this that you didn't even realize you knew well, were interested in this. Well, and that's something that I've come to really enjoy about the cigar community is that it is a community. Yes. So I find myself really liking groups where there's a, a hobby or something that brings them together in ways that we don't usually define ourselves. You know what I mean? Like politics brings people together. Religion brings people together, but also obviously both are very divisive. You, there is this community out there of cigar smokers and you cannot stereotype them. Not one bit. And I love that. You can sit down with someone who in every other aspect of your life is drastically different than you and you can have the best conversation. And I, I love having those points of connection with people that are much different than myself. And so that's a good way of putting it way better than what Jeff puts it. <laughs> so but, <laughs> my, do- my dogs just went nuts on the deck, too, by the way. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, we, we heard that. No, they apparently are buying whatever I'm selling. So I'm, I'm digging it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <clears throat> they were all in. But it's true. So I so I wouldn't say I'm a closet cigar smoker, but I'm I'm very health conscious mm-hmm. in my real life. And so I'm still coming to terms with sort of pairing up the cigar smoking aspect with the whole rest of my life. So I don't go out there advertising. There's a I lot of studies cigars. talking about the the effects of cigars in terms of your stress levels and how your stress levels decrease so considerably with uh with cigar usage and everything like that. I w- I would definitely believe that. And then in turn, what other health effects come from the decreased uh stress levels? Right. Well, well and I I'm Pinky, I was going to say, you know, I'm an organic gardener. I I go out of my way to buy organic produce and whatnot, and I figure, you know what, if I have some cigars now and then, I'm doing all this other stuff right, it levels it out. That I would agree. Definitely. Well, and back and, to... And quite frankly, I don't think the cigars are, you know, 
in everything in moderation. Let's put it that way. I agree. I agree. And then the, again, when you, well, when I smoke cigars, it is one of the, I, I see it as self-care, weirdly. You know, it, yeah. it, honestly, in my real life, I'm just so, I wouldn't say high strung. Nick, would you call me high strung? Um, Don't Nick has called you high strung to me many times. <laughs> I wouldn't say you're high strung, but you are very. You've told me that many times. I have not. I wouldn't say you're high strung, but I would say that you're very, um, you're like a shark. You're constantly moving. That's true. That how, is a very how, good way. How is that any different? Because because there's a difference between constantly moving and high strung, which I feel is stressed. I feel like high strung is a very stressed state of mind. A state of mind. I don't think you're stressed. That's true. I just think you're just always busy. That's true. That and is very and it's, it's, and it, it's very above the neck, very acidic. I high strung can be, yeah, and yes. very busy. I think is just tiring. Yes. And yes. so I'm someone who from, I mean, I define myself and I wish I wasn't this way, but I just feel like it's how I'm wired. I define myself by my productivity. And because of that, I mean, I am doing stuff all throughout the day, like physically doing things. I, I have a hard time sitting still. So to find something, I mean, I could sit down and read a book, but that to me is in pure isolation. And sometimes I need that, but sometimes I need interaction with others. Yeah. And this is where Mr. Bronco comes in because he also has not really been a cigar smoker. Uh, no one was as surprised as my husband that I <laughs> that you picked this started up started smoking cigars. Um, and one day he said, "You know what? I'll try one of those." And I freaked out, not because he wanted to smoke, but like I, I didn't know what to recommend to him. So I'm like texting Nick, like, "Okay, what? what <laughs> hold on I here." I thought you were. I thought you were just mad he was going to take one of your cigars. Well, there was also that piece of it. That's <laughs> that that does come into play at does. some at yes. some point. Yeah, that's the one thing I you said earlier. You can't stereotype a cigar smoker. I will say to an extent, where all that dog that's in the pound that when you put the food in the dish, you know, and then another dog comes up, it'll like attack that dog and be like, "That's my food." Mm-hmm. We're all kind of that way. We're willing to share. To an extent. extent. <laughs> yeah. Well, knowing that, I just feel even more graciously thankful to you for all. I mean, do you remember for a couple weeks you would be dropping oh, off I cigars was, at my. I mean, you were feeding this. <laughs> I to, was feeding the you habit. You were my dealer. Legitimately, <laughs> it, it my really dealer. was kind of spooky there, Jeff. I I was I was dropping off a lot of cigars there. But I, was, it was, I was keeping the habit going. And, and Pinky, do you know what it is? What's that? It's one. It's the fact that Nick genuinely is a good guy, and I Truth. seldom ever admit that on the cast. But I want it on the record for our court case that's, you know, <laughs> pending but, in the superior but, court. You yeah, stole my but, cigar, you sack. You don't. I, I don't care. But, <laughs> I'm still holding second, that against you. Secondly, um, a lot of it is that he likes to. He has this group of friends, and it's. It's fairly tight, let's be honest. It's very small. And I think if he can bring someone in like you that he likes and respects, um, you know, by, by getting you a, you know hooked on cigars, because you don't get addicted. To <laughs> I was going to say, don't use addicted. <laughs> but, but get you sucked into this community. He's got another person to go hang out and smoke with. So, so it true. was partially, you know, him being a nice guy and partially him being selfish, all wrapped in one. I respect that. I don't hate that. I'm, a, oh, I'm, absolutely. A, I'm an enigma wrapped in a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I'll We're give being you that. very descriptive today. I'm, <laughs> I'm digging it. 
Um, so you're, I bring, you're bringing a higher level to the pulpit here. I mean, this is like, you know. You're ele- classing up the joint. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Um, so it, it has been a way for my husband and I to reconnect because he doesn't particularly enjoy being outdoors very much. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, he'll, um, if I want to go hiking or something, he'll, you know, yeah, okay, let's go do that. Um, but we, I work recording at my house so we there's this beautiful backyard we've never really been outside to enjoy it hey you've got a great deck yeah we've i mean we've got the pergola gazebo i mean it's very nice out here and being outside together he created this awesome playlist he's a music guy so he created this playlist specifically for cigar smoking for he and i to sit outside and we'd be out here for two or three hours most days Hell, there was the one night over the summer that you actually slept on the uh, the hammock the ha- overnight. Oh, man. Do we, should we oh. tell that story? You can tell that story. Oh, man. She's texting me. I'm sitting out on my deck so sitting and smoking, and she's texting me, and, you know, we're texting back and forth about, hey, what are you smoking, blah, 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 you know, this and that and whatever else. And she's just out, like, lounging in her hammock. Well, it started on a four-hour Zoom call with some well, of my, true. my college friends where I may have <laughs> drank a little too much. But earlier in the day, I was outside weeding and just enjoying the weather. And I could smell the lilac bush. And I thought, God, it smells so pretty. It smells so nice out here. I could just sleep out here. It smells so good. So in my mind, I thought, you know what? If the weather's nice tonight, I'm going to sleep out here. So that evening, I went into this four-hour Zoom call, and I, I think we ended at like midnight. And I thought, oh, it's still perfect outside. So I slept out in the hammock. The problem with all of that is, first of all, my husband knew I was drinking. And so when I didn't come upstairs and come to bed, he woke up at like one o'clock in the morning, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> freaked out because he couldn't find me. I mean, he went out front, he went in the basement, he walked around the house. And so I'm asleep in the hammock. You could also say I was passed out, but I'll, I'll claim I was asleep <laughs> we'll in the say, hammock. We'll say asleep. Yeah. And uh, he comes over and he shakes the hammock and he's like leaning over me and I freak out because who, who in the world is rocking my hand at one o'clock in the morning? <laughs> well, I mean, let, let's be honest. You live next to the soup kitchen, so it's a real legitimate fear. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is a legitimate fear. So, um, vagabonds so, and vagrants just coming by. Exactly. Right. Hey, you got that chicken noodle? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, note to self for next time I want to sleep outside in a hammock. I need to tell my husband mm-hmm. that I will not be coming to bed that night because that, um, that freaked him out. But, uh, no, I, I'm okay. I, I'm going to jump in here for I'm sure a good portion of our listeners. You do have like a fence gated backyard, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you weren't just laying there vulnerable for all for the masses. No, no. I'm a very risk averse person generally. I've seen enough Walking Dead that you don't want to do that. Right. Right. Jeff is also very used to women just not coming to bed. (laughs) (laughs) I have a track record, Pinky. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, of exactly that. Yeah. All right. I have no words. <laughs> nope. Moving on. So you know, I'd like to deny it, but I, I can't. <laughs> so so moving on. So you slept out in the hammock. So I did. And it was, so there's been this joke, Nick, you know this. So we've decided I'm not high strung, but I am just very active and just very busy throughout the day. And, but during quarantine, I was the opposite. Yep. 
right? So I, because we couldn't do anything, it was the permission I needed yep. to not do anything and not be, yep. you know, I, it was permission to be lazy and, um, oh, your your whole personality changed, changed during COVID. I mean, I stayed up super late most nights. I was yeah, because most nights you're in bed by like what, like eight. I I crawl into bed about eight. I'm asleep usually oh, wow. by nine. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But I mean, there were. But some you're nights... up at like four. Well, it's because I go to bed so early. <laughs> well, that's my point. It's like it's like there are nights that I'm going to bed, and I'm texting you, and uh, you're waking up. Oh, yes. You're, you're texting like, hey, got the show edited, blah, blah, blah. Good night. And I'm texting you, good morning. Exactly. <laughs> I just woke up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yep. insane. So we, we are definitely, Nick Nick and I are definitely uh, night walkers. I, I think that's an easy way to put it. Oh. Because I'm not the person either. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and I feel like people are generally wired that way. So we should not feel bad one way or the other, however we are. Well, hell, just today. Just today, I wake up and I've got a message from you at, from like, I don't know, 7.30 saying like, smoky smoke today? Yep. And I said like, yeah, sure. In fact, we need a guest for Friday. So we're going to record this episode and blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like, oh, and by the way, I'm just now waking, waking up. up. <laughs> and know? what did I say? And you're No judgment. No judgment. No judgment. Nope. But it's like, you know. You know what the best part of waking up for Nick is? brunch waking up <laughs> well he did come with a lunch today or I, not lunch I did. but he brought brunch i did i did i oh, had oh my god did you get one of those those hardy's mcgriddles <laughs> yeah i got one of those bootleg hardy's mcgriddles and um <laughs> uh quick little food review guys they suck um they have no oh, was it not as good oh dude they have no syrup oh you, you know, can't do that no so you know how the mcdonald's mcgriddle has the little syrup pockets within it right this has no syrup. It's basically just two hotcakes with a sausage patty and the scrambled egg. No cheese. Just that. What? It was so dry. It was so dry. You know, usually Carl's Jr. hits the mark. Well, uh, not, the, not, I guess. the little star was not the shining destination for breakfast this morning. They really don't have the little the little nope. uh, syrup. There was no. no syrup to this whatsoever. But let the record reflect as a good hostess. You I, did offer me I syrup. I offered you syrup. Yes. But, oh, that was nice, Pinky. Yeah. It's what I do. But I wanted, to, I wanted to have no something on this. I wanted to have oh. something on the stomach because since I knew we were going to be smoking and I didn't want to go into this, it, you know. It's funny, Pinky, without. because no matter what meal that I have with Nick, He's usually offered syrup with it. It's really bizarre. I mean, again, no judgment. You just drink it. It's just like a beverage. There you go. <laughs> but on, but, but on your kung pao, Nick. Have you ever tried it, Jeff? You know what? Valid point. I have yep, not. Don't knock say. it till you try it. Now, Nick, Nick referenced that we're all smoking. I think we need to go around and say what we, uh, what we have. Yeah, go around the horn here. So we'll start with, uh, we'll start with our guest. All right. Well, I'm smoking in Isla del Sol, the Drew State. Yes, I'm a big oh, yeah. fan. See, and that's the interesting thing. Yeah, I would say you're big into Drew State, and um, you know the, the sugar tip, the infused, you know that sort of thing. You've tried the. Did you say, the did you say tip? Sugar tips. You didn't say tip. Okay. I didn't want you to go all Mel Gibson. <laughs> oh, for God's sake. No, I didn't say that. Love <laughs> <laughs> of God, Pinky's here. I mean, I'm not talking to a to a Jewish female police officer or anything. <laughs> anyway, um, 
But, uh, you know, you've tried your fair share of uh, non-infused cigars and everything. But as a personal preference, you like the you like the flavor. It's true. Now, here's the question I have for you. Okay. Do you find that that's usual for female cigar smokers? Or there, yeah. you can't stereotype that? You can? Um, I, would I say, find it, yeah. I, I would say that probably of the infused cigar smokers... The I would say you'd have more females than okay. men uh, in that category than you would maybe the opposite. But I do. There are plenty of females that'll smoke whatever. So okay. Yeah. Well, so as I've disclosed to certain people, I'm still pretty protective of who I share my new love of cigars with. But as I have people, I've said, "Well, how do I get my my wife into this?" And I say, well, I mean, you just, Nick has to pick out the cigars. <laughs> That's my answer. <laughs> just let Nick take it over and see how it goes. I'll have to put together like a little like online course, you know, people. Yeah. Could... That's the whole show. That really is. I, I firmly believe that. She just watched me party foul all over her table. That's all right. That was unfortunate. <laughs> I thought that ash was a little more solid there. But I think no. That's a show we need to do. That that's a great idea, Pinky. As with anything, thing, especially with cigars, though the the knowledge and there's just so many options. How anything that's overwhelming, that's a barrier for people for entry. You know what I mean? Like if there's just too many decisions. I got into this because I didn't have to make any decisions. Like the the cigar fairy dropped cigars <laughs> off that I, and it's like he knows so much about cigars that I mean it just fairy. they because they the taste started becoming much more refined. It's like well we'll start you with this and this and then I mean the fat bottom Betty's are still a yeah you're real big into the Deadwood. Those are yes okay that now whole let, me, line. let me throw this out yeah Kristen my my ex Kristen loves the leather rose. Have you Same. had that? Oh, have I had that? I have a whole oh. box of. <laughs> Inside, yeah. yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. That thing's at a premium now because those things are running out. Yeah, they are. Well, and thanks to my friend, Nick, I'm telling you, he's like the cigar fairy, <laughs> right? I was over at the cigar shop and I was like, hey, so I went and I tracked you down some leather rows, but um, yeah, I got you a box. A box. So <laughs> anyway. <laughs> I just have this image of you, Nick, when she says cigar fairy. I have this image of you. I think it was on Family Guy with the Tooth Fairy when he'd go back and he had that whole thing of teeth and he'd lay in them and make like tooth angels. I just have an image of you laying naked, rolling around in your cigars. Don't judge me. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an image I needed. (laughs) Don't judge me. (laughs) Not not even a little bit. All of a sudden, the the whole experience just isn't the same, is it? Why did he have to be naked, Jeff? Why couldn't he just... (laughs) Right. I was naked earlier before we got on the call. Yeah, so. let's talk about that for a moment. So, like, we're <laughs> we're we're getting ready to record here. We're setting up. We're getting the call and everything. And uh, you know, as as the three of us are on the line, um, Jeff's ex wife popped home for just a split second, and I just hear the utter just disgust and disdain in her voice as she's like, "Seriously, seriously?" And I'm like, "What did you do?" And he's like, "I I, I don't have any clothes on." <laughs> it's like. Walking around the kitchen naked. Just walk around the house. Just hey, I am naked, naked Gator. Come on. <sighs> well, I couldn't named. find my shorts. That's that's a really good excuse there, Jeff. Anyway, so continuing to go around the horn, I've got the uh, Diaz de Gloria by AJ Fernandez, not Keith Hernandez. AJ the, Fernandez, not the Keith Hernandez, it's not version. not okay. not the Keith Hernandez collection. And then I am actually smoking a Perdomo Lot Twenty Three. You bought a bunch of those recently. Yeah, it's from Esteli, Nicaragua. 
<laughs> okay then. Now you know. I could read a band. I would say you like read that on the band. band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know the beauty of this is they did cut out the federalist chip tax. I heard that. Pretty, yeah. Yeah, I heard that. That's good. Excellent. Excellent. So. <laughs> Oh, my See, gosh. that's another piece of the cigar industry that people might not realize. I mean, the effect it has on international relations. Oh, yeah. It, it's no, we, we talked about that, yeah. We do. We talk about that quite a bit. You know, the fact that there are literally whole countries um, south of us that are 100% reliant practically on the cigar industry. Or maybe not 100%, but, but significantly. Sure. I mean, you've Every- got... Hundreds of people owing their entire life to the job that they have rolling cigars, yep. you know, and and growing the tobacco and fermenting the tobacco. And and Pinky, I'll tell you this. I have Karens that will kind of jump on me once in a while or grind on me about smoking cigars. And I ask them why they don't like South Americans. And they said, well, what do you mean? And I'm like, the whole economy is based on this. I'm helping support South America. What are you doing? And then they get really pissed off at me and leave. Okay. Fun I hate anecdote there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you. So going back Fuck to the it. topic, and they've come out. They've come out in droves during COVID. Has anyone noticed that? Like Karens are everywhere. Well, okay, yeah, yeah. The 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 mask police have been what's been pissing me off a lot lately. <laughs> um, you know, because getting getting personal for a moment. You know, my four year old he um he has uh, some sensory issues. And the mask has not been something he's been a fan of. You know, he doesn't like yeah. getting his hair cut. He doesn't like wearing hats. He doesn't. And, and the whole mask thing is just definitely not something he's into. And, um, you know, we've been going round and around with his school because his uh, teacher, you know, he's back at like limited schooling and everything. And his teacher, uh, it just drives me insane. She wears the, the cloth mask over her nose and mouth plus the full face shield. So it's like, how much more protection can you need? I mean, let's just come to school in a hazmat suit, for God's sakes. But anyway, um, you know, she kind of jumped my case about uh, my little guy and his mask um, last week. And so we've been working with him and everything. The occupational therapist has been kind of working with him and everything. He'll wear it for a little while, but then he starts to get a little tired of it. And so, you know, you need to give him a break from it. You know, he needs to take it off and, and take a break from it and then put it back on and everything. But it's it's been a challenge. And so going to, like, the store, for example, with him, you know, it's amazing how you get these stares from people just because, you know, you might be wearing a mask, but because your kid is wearing not wearing a mask. It's just, I don't know. But anyway, I digress. Well, if they're wearing a mask, they should be protected, right? <clears throat> Arguably. Well, but Jeff, but Jeff, film. if it's like if you're where if if you're not wearing pants and I am, then and you start to pee, then you're going to get pee all over me just because I'm wearing a ma- or pants. It doesn't matter. Yeah, but that'll be on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that a stupid meme going around for a while? I think I vaguely remember seeing that. I think it might have been. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. I don't want to talk about COVID anymore. So, um, oh God, I'm so over it. I'm yeah. so tired of this. So, one of the things that's been really fun, um, uh, getting Bronco into cigars here has been kind of like just the educational side of things, yes. you know, like talking about, you know, um, this being like a hand rolled product and then this and that and everything else. It's, it's been really fun kind of, um, sharing the knowledge a little bit. 
Well, and as someone, again, who was a super novice. Oh, I know. Hearing you talk about, I mean, all the things involved in the process and the distribution and the the selection, you know, the different places carry it, you know, get to decide. It just, I mean, I'm a learner. Yes. If, if nothing else in life, I am a learner. So See, I've enjoyed that piece of it. And I still remember, so you and I, once the Hill was able to reopen. Um, I will never forget that. Day. And, and um, the, the lounge wasn't open yet. We were sitting outside. But uh, you and I, we piled in the car. We went over to the hill. And I just remember your first walking into the humidor. Uh, unbelievable. It's just, just super impressive. Just the selection. Yes. Just there's so many options to you. And it's overwhelming at first. And and there there's no bad option anymore. I mean, the cigar industry right now, and I've smoked since I was 16 years old. The cigar industry right now, is the best I've ever seen it for uh, selections. You know, not and, well, and including the uh, Gator and the Bishop. Uh, I, I that. mean, I mean Gurkha. Anyway, anyway, I mean, <laughs> anyway, yeah, no, like to me. No bad options except Gurkha. But anyway, oh so. my God, but look, not, not not all of them. Just every you know, most eight or nine mo- mo- most of them. Well, anyway. let's let's set the stage for that first <laughs> time we went over to the hill. So you'd been yeah. talking about it for. I mean, well, at yeah. this point, several months. I was going to say, because so it was Mar- early March, mid-March or so that the, the Cigar Fairy first dropped mm-hmm. off at your house. And then, um, you know, April and May, I think, went by exclusively just smoking at home. And was it like June? Was it around June? I have a terrible. I was going to say, right mm-hmm. say this year has kind of been weird. I'd say probably June or July. Some to, somewhere in that time frame. Yeah. Um, that's when I got word that the hill was reopening for the patio and everything like that. And um, I mean, it wasn't long after they reopened outside that you and I were, we were heading over there. Because yep. I, had, I, I had told you about, you know, the lounge. It's so great because not only do you sit around and, and have your cigars, but then also that's where you get to socialize. That's where you get to meet mm-hmm. people. And you are a very social creature. I am. And the quarantine, I mean, the quarantine was hard on everybody for some different reasons, but mine was I missed people. Uh-huh. I just, I didn't realize until I had been isolated from them how much of my energy I would draw from just being around others. So when Nick said, hey, the, the hill's opening up, we should go over there. I was like, what, tomorrow? I mean, did, <laughs> is, is that what we decided? It was pretty quick. <laughs> it was. And so it was a whole experience. We went over, we... um Went to that little Italian shop and bought some candy or something. Erzies. Yep. Okay. Full disclosure. I introduced Nick to that place. You did. Well, there you go. You did. Yep. It's a great place. I love it. Yep. Oh, it's a, it's a full experience. You got to go there and you got to get your chocolate covered espresso beans and your little candies and which, whatnot. Which I said I wasn't going to eat. And then I ate. But then I'm pretty you sure did. I ate half then your you bed. Then you did. <laughs> I was say. Sorry. I might owe you for that. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but then we ordered... Um, Oh yeah, uh, Goya's. Goya, yeah, Goya's. Goya's. I don't know. It's hard to pronounce. They're clearly never going to sponsor this. No, but it's this little (laughs) sandwich place down on the hill, and they make the best hot salami sandwiches. Delicious. It was very good. I got the pork nato. You did. I did. One of my favorite things there is to get the you get like either the sliced salamis or buy them. And then get cheese and some crackers or bread and just kind of 
kind of make your own. Now, I like the mustard there. Now, Nick is not a mustard fan. Now, they you, have this you mean little, at Erzies. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I'm talking about Erzies, my yeah, dad. Yeah. But but at Erzies, they have this little, um, they have this German mustard, of all things, at an Italian market. And it is the best mustard. Yeah, Jeff likes to mix his, mix his uh, own little crudite. Oh. You know, yes. yeah. So we'll sit there and make the little, say, you know, crackers with cheese and salami and wow. stuff, and sit and do that. You know, a whole big spread, yeah. The little candies and everything, but yeah. So no, so we did all that, and then we piled and came down to the hill, and that's when you went into the humidor, and we we picked up around a there, sticks, and, yep, and then sat out front for. Oh my God! Five or six hours. It was a long time. It was yes. a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous day. It was, and there were a couple people sitting out front yes. there. Yes. So you got that little bit of social, yes. ex, you know, experience and everything. And you just talk to people that you might not have talked to before. Yep. And that's the beauty of the cigar lounge because, and and I say this all the time, and I'll say it again: cigars are the great equalizer. You can have guys there that do drywall or are contractors, or you'll run into policemen and judges and people that work for the sanitation district. And we all sit there and we all talk to each other. Yep. And they're people that in their normal lives would probably never interact. And and the cigar lounge equalizes everyone. And it's just a great experience. And you can learn so much from these people and their different walks of life. Yes. I, th- that's probably my favorite thing aside from the forced relaxation. I would say the community has been, yeah. it, it, it just, I'll just keep coming back for that for well, sure. I keep always saying that over time in a cigar lounge, you develop your list of guys. And what I mean by that is, um, you always say like, oh, I need help with my flooring. I got a guy for that, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. or, Hey, I need help with my car. I, I got a guy for that. You develop it, it, that list of contacts that you're like, okay, almost, these are the people that you go to. Yeah. 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 It's almost like our, uh, what is that? What is that business cult that everyone gets into? BNI. Yeah. It's almost like BNI, but without the cult. And the fees. Yes. And the, and the fines and punishments if you don't show up. Exactly. Although there are punishments, because I haven't been to the Hill for a while, and I'm getting some grief from a few people about that. Yeah, well, so I'm not, you haven't been as since, you should. You haven't been since COVID. We literally just spent ten minutes talking about how awesome that experience is. So for you to admit that it's been a long time since you've been there, he hasn't been it since is. COVID. Wow. Well, and a lot of that's because I've had my daughter Addie, and I obviously can't take my ten year old to the Hill and sit and smoke, or to Riverman, or to Tinderbox, or anywhere else. So my my cigar experience the last while has been doing the shows with Nick and sitting on my back deck. And that's fine. And now with the court order, um, <laughs> you know, even that's an issue. Yeah, half of that's gone. <laughs> so what we're hearing is he'll be at the cigar lounge tomorrow. <laughs> well, our our court date is uh, Thursday, so we should be able to get that worked out. Hopefully quickly. we get that worked out so that Thursday night we can book in this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh, Lord. Uh, well, it, so during COVID, in my mind, I thought I need something that can get me out of the house and still be safe. And I thought I'm just going to ride motorcycles, right? Well, that's, yeah, I was going to say you've done other things than just cigars. But, but it was like I can ride motorcycles or I can learn to smoke cigars. But you did ride a motorcycle during COVID. I did. Yeah, but and it, again, <laughs> it's the same premise of it's for, it's very freeing being out. On the open road, you know, and I'm not someone you would typically see on a motorcycle. 
Um, also not someone you would uh, typically see smoking a cigar. So the cigar route has been... You're very risk adverse, as you pointed out earlier. I am very risk adverse. But think about... So the motorcycle community, I would say, is very similar in a sense to the cigar community in that, you know, you can't always stereotype... Yes. People who ride who ride motorcycles. Um, but that route was going to be a very expensive, and I couldn't get my husband on board with that. But the cigars. Oh, and cigars, cigars aren't expensive at all. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Especially the ones it's, that I have come to really enjoy. They are. It's just over time, you catch up with that motorcycle eventually. Well, let's put it this way. The cigar fairy has started to ease back on the gifting, <laughs> and it's starting to be more of a like, hey, I'll pick it up. Exactly, kind of yes. Now now that you've got her hooked, you're, you, you're essentially her dealer. Yep. I mean, we, I, I mean that's, that's what we've said. Yes. That's a very apt description of how this goes. I get a text no. message that Nick's at a place where he can pick up some. I mean, if my phone got picked up by someone else and they looked at our text messages... They yep. would have no idea. Remember, Nick, when you came over? And <laughs> oh, sat that's outside, right. Sat outside with the. There yard. was the lawn crew. <laughs> that's right. There was the lawn crew here, and um, why did I sit in the car? The lawn. Oh, you were on a phone call. I, I was on. A, no, no, no. I was on a phone call. So that's yep. what it was. So I pulled up in front of the house, and the lawn crew was here working on your lawn, mm-hmm. and I was on a phone call, and right about the time I got off the phone. That's when the lawn crew was packing up, and so then I come, you know, strolling around to your backyard and everything like that, and right when they're leaving, and so I'm joking with her, talking about how, oh, I'm sure your lawn crew probably is like, oh, this guy's sitting out front just waiting for us to leave, and then suddenly, you know, he's coming around back and everything. Because you just cut, when you come over to smoke, you don't usually come through the front door, right? Well, you always tell me, just, I'm in the backyard, so I just come come around to the side gate, and I just come in through through the fence. You I'm know? just sure it just looked very, very <laughs> sketchy for the uh, and the when lawn care and people. when Mr. Bronco came home, I said, "By the way, just in case your lawn crew people say something about, hey, you know, your wife might be having guys coming over." And <laughs> I told I told him what happened, and he's like, "Oh, okay." There's this guy lurking around. Exactly. Well, and then it happened again, not too long later. It's like I come by and the lawn crew's here again, and they're giving me the eye like, you're back. I'm like, yes, I'm back. Well, and I don't know if you know this, but so again, part of the anti-pink uh, bronco during quarantine, uh, staying up late, I would sometimes be outside just enjoying a drink, maybe a cigar by myself at like 10 o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. Well, two or three times, a friend of mine would text me like, hey, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm just sitting outside. Uh, you know, drinking a drink. And next thing I know, he comes walking in the back <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. So even my neighbors, if, I mean, if anybody's paying attention, this looks very, very, very suspect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> eh, you know. So. it's You it, know, and you were mentioning the motorcycle. I want to point something out. Cigar smoking on the motorcycle is probably out. You don't want to do that. I would agree. Yeah, it's, Espe- it's very difficult. Especially for ladies who, if you don't pull your hair back and you're riding on a motorcycle, I mean, that your hair is flying all over your face. And, I mean, if you've got a lit stick, it's... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you're... See, see Pinky, I'm, I'm a Jeep guy. And oh. I've learned that you cannot smoke a cigar with the top down. I believe that. That's it, what she it, said. It well, yeah. <laughs> it becomes very difficult. Yeah, you don't want to ash. I mean, you have the mm-mm. party file. No, mm I did not know you were a Jeep guy. We were considering buying a Jeep during quarantine. Oh, oh, get it. You'll you'll never not have one. That's if, another cult. See, it is another yes. cult. Yeah. It's people. Oh no, it, it's a Jeep thing. It's the yes. wave. 
and and I've had people that buy Jeeps, and I'm like, hey, you know, you have to wave, and they're like, oh, we're not waving. I said, people will start flipping you off. They get really pissed off if you don't wave back. Why would you not wave? It, it's your people. Right? It's your people. Yeah, it, it's your peeps. It's your exactly. unspoken bond. Again, yeah. who cares what you're like in real life? As soon as you get, I'm assuming, in the Jeep, you're just like all the other Jeepers. Amen. You know, Sa- Saturns were that way when they first came out too, Jeff. Stop it. I swear to God. There was <laughs> you were lying right now. There was the Saturn wave. The Saturn wave. When Saturns first came out, the Saturn people would like wave at each other. That went away after about a year. But yeah, <laughs> there was the Saturn wave. Interesting. I, ve- I remember that. Wow. Yep. That, that you're making that up. I swear to God, dude. It was a real thing for a hot minute. The Saturn people tried to make a community. It didn't work. Well, We're going to need to no. fact check this. I swear. Yeah, I swear. So. I trust you, but. I swear. I don't. <laughs> I, I trust, but verify. <laughs> trust, but verify. Okay. That's how I'm going to yes. roll. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh. uh, well, the. the some of my best memories, aside from the cigar lounge, was I worked a charity golf tournament a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I had not worked this specific tournament before. Um, and do you want to say who this was for? No. Okay. Okay. No. Okay. Uh, I mean, not because it's bad. <laughs> well, yeah. Just uh, so I worked a charity golf tournament. Boy, and that ashtray is just. Blowing everywhere. Like we haven't even used it because this wind has just blown those ashes. All you have some on your sweater. Go figure. (laughs) So we might as well just be ashing onto your lawn at this point. It's just going everywhere. But anyway. So at this golf tournament, I I roll up and I tell people, I'll do whatever you need me to do. If I need to sell 50-50 tickets, if I need to no, my job that day was um the beer cart lady um with my other friend. So we're driving around, and there was also cigars provided to the golfers. Um, and I feel like this has come full circle it now. Has. Right now, yeah. we're back to a charity golf tournament involving cigars. So um, the my friend who's showing me like here's the cigars, and then here's two or three different kinds of cutters, and I was like, oh, is that like a V cut? And then this would be, and I mean, he's looking at me like, who who are you? How do you know this? I said, <laughs> I, I just have some friends that you know. Well, I'd roll up to a hole and I'm offering you guys want drinks. I got some beers. We've got some shots. Anybody want a cigar? And they're like, yeah, I'll take a cigar. And I'm like, do you want me to cut it and light it for you? You just want me to cut it? And they're like, well, I mean, yeah, you can cut it for me. Do you know how to cut it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure do. That that to me was the virtual <laughs> pat on the head. Oh, yeah, that's something you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, something I, you can I can do, do that. Yeah. And, that's and, cute. You know, and that's yeah. a problem because there are so many women that are embracing the cigar lifestyle and the cigar community now you know, the sisters of the leaf and we got to get over that. It's true. But I, I, I try not, I try to extend a lot of grace and not blame people because it's still not the norm. Right. And people's reactions tend to be based on what's the norm. And you just don't expect this person to roll up on a golf course, this young female and have any idea that, you know, whether you want the V cut or a straight cut or whatever, but that, I mean, that bought me a lot of credibility. I texted Nick as I was leaving that tournament and I said, I feel like a million bucks. (laughs) I mean, I, there were golfers there that had brought their own cigars and I could, I mean, I, I wasn't on their level in terms of knowing much, but a, a gentleman there showed me a cigar and I said, Oh, that looks like a Drew Estates. And he was like, done. I mean, just wow. <laughs> wow. So I felt, I felt real good at that point. So, uh, so that's been a highlight too, is the, uh, that, that another area where that community came together, right? Yep. I, I, I don't have a lot in common with the people that I was uh, volunteering with at this 
charity golf tournament and I walked away with a couple new friends. There you go. Thanks to That's cigars. Awesome. See, it's all about the cigars. Yep. They yep. Just, they, it, that little stick of dried leaves, they just bring people together. It's true. Now, I want to point something out here, and, and I have not talked to Nick about this. Uh-oh. Uh, well, we've talked about the, the interview that we have coming up. We have a gentleman that has uh, graciously sent us a couple of books, uh, and the name of the book is When Tobacco Was King. And it's a history of tobacco in the United States and America, and it's by Paul Allen. And we were discussing the other day, you know, reading the book and, you know, I was kind of telling him some radio tricks where you go through the chapters and maybe you'll read a chapter or two here and there. So, you know, because obviously when people are doing radio interviews with someone that has written a book, there's no time to sit and read the whole book. It just it just doesn't happen. So you familiarize yourself enough that you can speak intelligently to it, but you let the author then talk about the book. Now, Nick, this may be something that we want to have. Pinky do the interview with you for Mr. Allen and because if she is a book reader this might be a really good book for her to read and help out with the interview I there you go you know what I think that sounds like a fine idea and in fact I I have that book in my car so I would totally do that well and it would be interesting too because you guys are such aficionados well, that's not. That's an overstatement. <laughs> Just a little bit. You set the bar a little high for us. A little yeah. high. There. Okay. But we smoke cigars. So. For someone who, again, is relatively new to the community and knows very little about any of that, I mean, I'm literally starting at ground zero. What? I mean, that's where I started a uh, little over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know? Well, you've I mean, come a long way, friend. Well, I kind of am the same. I got a monkey on his back, firmly planted. And I'm kind of the same personality type that, like, when I get into something, I want to know a lot more about it. Same. So, you know, that's kind of how that happened. And and that's how you draw other people in, right? Because you have a passion and you want them to see the same awesomeness that you've seen in it. Exactly. Yep. And that's what I tend to do in my real life with other things. It's like I find something I like and you just, you can't not share it with people. Yeah. Right. Like you've experienced it. And so again, I'm, I'm still a little closeted in my uh, new cigar hobby, but um, I've branched out and brought a couple new people. Into that's the true. Fold. That's yes. true. Yes. So, yep. and, and that's it. It's, it's the virus. I put the, the, the monkey on your back and now you're spreading it to other people. So it's positive. I'm glad you said it's positive because yeah, it doesn't sound one. positive. No, it is positive. <laughs> it's it's a positive thing because, like I said, you know, this is a it's a it's a stress reliever. It's a relaxation method, and it's I mean, a community builder. It is. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's studies that have been done about it and everything else. And I mean, there's there's doctors that have said uh, the positive uh, effects of the the stress relief. I mean, hell, when we had uh, Storm Bowen from Cigars for Warriors on the show, he flat out said that he's had doctors um, talk to him and um, tell him that their the care packages that they send to the uh, to the deployed troops have um, positive effects on um, PTSD. So so guys, I want to circle back to the cigars and obviously, you know, we're doing smoker's choice here during the interview. Um, you know, I've been smoking this uh, Perdomo Lot 23, which is one of my go-to sticks. And Nick, again, you were smoking. Uh, I have the uh, Diaz de Gloria by AJ Fernandez. What are you getting on that? You know, as an AJ cigar, there's that underlying uh, pepper kind of spice to it. 
just right off the bat. Um, it really, with that cigar, it really hits like, you know, heavy right off the bat. And then it does taper down, but it's, it's there. And, um, otherwise it's kind of a, it's kind of creamy to an extent. Um, it's real smooth and, um, you know, there's like a little bit of like nuttiness to it. You know, it's kind of got that going on, but no, I, I like the Dias de Gloria. Um, you know, it's, it's. It comes in both box press and round, so I always have to make sure when I'm at the store, like, and I'm about to get one, like, what am I getting? Because you get, you know me with the box press, but same, yeah, right. Yep. See, yeah, See? I, I, she's on, she's on my side with the box press, by the way. Yep, fair enough. And uh, Pinky, on your cigar, um, you're you're smoking a Drew Estate, correct? Yes, she is the uh, Isla, Isla de Sol. del Sol. Yep. And, you know, I'm still young enough in my journey. I don't know how to describe it. I mean, I could probably smoke two cigars back to back and not be able to describe them very discriminately. <laughs> Nick, Nick, get her a tricky track and then let, let her see if that's taking the whole I want her to smoke a cigar again, Jeff. <laughs> I know. That, Nick that has, is not for the faint of heart. No. He has been so intentional in what he has introduced me to, and it's worked out well. So... Anything Good. that might detract from that. Yeah, I got to build her up. To Although like I have enough under my belt now that if I had a bad one, there's been, there's really only been one or two where I, where I'm like, man, yeah, I wouldn't smoke that again. But yeah. almost everything else, yeah. I would smoke I, again. I would say the tricky track. It's not a bad cigar. No, it's, it's actually a really good cigar. cigar. I like that cigar. It's just, it is a very, um, it's a strong smoke and there's a lot of uh, spice and pepper to it. Intense. Yeah. Would be my term. Yeah. Okay. Especially on the retro hail, which I don't know if we've ever done the retro hail. I don't know if I've been, you know. Does not sound familiar. You may have inadvertently done it and not known it. It's, and, and Pinky, for, for you and maybe anyone else listening that, that doesn't know, um, it's one of those where you bring the smoke in. You draw it you in. you half of it out, of, out through your nostrils, out through the nose. And you'll pick up a lot of really intense flavors usually. Um, you know, you'll get white pepper, red pepper, black pepper, spices. Um, but it, again, not for the faint of heart. That'll be something I work up to. It's That'll be I, like a cigar yes. bucket list. Yeah. Like I said, Smoke. you may you may have done it accidentally where you've exhaled, you know, instead of exhaling the smoke out of your mouth, you exhale it out of your nose. Hmm. That, that, that's usually Nick, how it first happens. And then Nick you're like, enjoys- oh God, you do it on accident. Yeah. yeah. Nick enjoys the retro hail, but every time he does it, all almost on cue, his head will just explode. I, I cough a lot. I don't think I've witnessed that before. <laughs> Here, take, one, do one, let her witness you do one. The only thing I can distinguish at this point is anything that's infused versus maybe something that's not. Like I can tell if something has flavor, I think. Yeah. Because um, I've had some plain cigars and... Yeah, I mean the uh, Tabac Especial is one that comes to mind because, and, and I don't think they admit that it's sugar tipped, but it's got to be. No, they do. And, that that yeah, one, they, yeah, oh, they that one, they know. Okay. I yeah. didn't know if that one they did or not, but uh, that one you can definitely taste that sweet flavor even even before you light the cigar. Now I have a question. So, a couple of the lounges we've been to carry what look like cigarettes, but those are cigars. Are those? Yeah, they're like oh, what's they're, that? They're, Cigarellos? Yeah, little cigarellos. So but it's just a size. Um they just they're just smaller. Okay. Versus uh versus the like you've got a Toro, 
you know, and so it's just a little, you know, cigar. Um, actually, Dan over at Riverman has these Davidoff uh, Primeros, and oh, those are so good because they're yeah, hand, they're really hand rolled. They're they're maybe about like so big around, you know, about that long and everything. And but it's the same stuff that's in the um, the larger size, you know, cigar. And but the flavor on them is just that much more intense because they're really? so tiny and everything. And it's does just, it take the same amount of time to smoke or no? No, it's so it, it's, it's less. Like, why know? would somebody well, choose one of those over the like regular? May, like maybe on your lunch break and you've okay, only got gotcha. thirty minutes or okay. something like that. You might do something like that. Or, you know, in the case of some of them, maybe you want to try. Although, you know, you're spending so much on the tin that you might as well just go ahead and get the regular. I was going to say it would be an option to try. It's it's mostly a time thing, you know. Okay. If you well, if you like like for me, if I'm going, you know, like goose hunting or something like that, where I, you know, I don't necessarily want to light up a you know six, eight, ten, twelve dollar cigar, and then have the birds start flying and have to toss it down in the mud. So I'll I'll take <laughs> cigarillos and things when I'm out hunting. That one's not as bad. So it, you kind of tailor it to what you want. You did a retro hit, didn't you? I did, and this one's <laughs> it's not as bad. Um, but yeah, I did. Not pleasant. <laughs> I mean, the look on your face is not not pleasant. No, it's 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 it adds much more flavor, and you know, um, you get more out of the cigar. But yeah, it doesn't look like it's worth it. No, nah, just I mean, based on your you know facial expressions, it's, and it's not. You winced. <laughs> I I do wince. It it stings the nostrils, but you know, I mean, did you're, you, you understand you're exhaling, now when I said head explodes? I mean, you're exhaling yes. smoke. You know. You're exhaling smoke, so it's gonna. It's a little bit of a thing, but then there's some cigar smokers that are gonna say I'm a baby about it. So, yeah, take the good with the bad, I guess. So on those little ones, do you do those stay in a humidor? Because like at um the hill, those are outside of the humidor. You've got a little. Um, I think some of those come packed with like a little bovita pack, like oh, okay. within them. But yeah. I know some places they do keep them within the humidor and everything. Now, there's some, you know, like the Toscano that um, it's a little guy and that does not need to be humidified because it's fire cured. But with that, because it is fire cured, it tastes like a campfire. Oh. So, hmm. you know, you get a real. Camp- so those are the ones for a point of reference. If you watch the old uh, spaghetti westerns like uh, Clint Eastwood, that's what he'd be smoking oh, right in okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It looks like a stick. I keep some in the glove box. Really? Yeah, I have a pack of them in the glove box. That way, I've always got something with me. But it's uh... and the neat thing about those too is you can clip those down to the size that you want. So let's say you only have one, and you know you're with a friend or something like that. You can clip it in half, and you know you go. Every... One for me and one for my homie. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. like, you try and clip that, you know, um, cigar there in half. I mean, it's going to unravel and mm-hmm. and come apart. Crumble, but yeah. yeah, so just an interesting little thing. All right. But anyway. Well, there you go. And well, Jeff, pink- Jeff, what were you getting on your cigar there? It, I mean, it's it's a Perdomo. It's you know, I'm I, of course it's shade grown Connecticut because that's what I like. It's my first cigar of the day, and it's just a good cigar. I'm actually done with it now. It got a little of that Connecticut, uh, you know, bitterness there at the end. But overall, I mean, like I said, it's it's a go-to stick for me. It's one that I always keep in the humidor. Um, and it's it's a good first cigar of the day for sure. There you go. A breakfast cigar, if you will. Exactly. exactly. 
Exactly. No, that's been a whole thing, especially during COVID. I know a lot of people that have expanded out and started their smoking earlier in the day. And so they'll sit out on the deck and have a cup of coffee and whatnot mm-hmm. with their cigar. But they don't want to start. You don't want to start the day with such a heavy cigar. So you start out with something a little lighter. So breakfast cigar. See, there that well, could be it, another show. It could be like what what certain cigars might you smoke at a breakfast versus brunch, lunch, dinner. I'd say the Rose of Sharon is a perfect breakfast. Cigar. Oh yes, yes it is. Yeah. You know what else is a perfect breakfast cigar? What's that? The Gator, new from Martinez Cigars. At, you can pick them up right now at martinezcigars.com. <laughs> uh, the shilling. Just this shameless shilling. Well, Pinky, we really want to thank you for coming on. And it sounds like Jeff has recruited you for more work on the show in future episodes. Uh, you know, like when we have the, the, the author, Mr. Allen, come on with his book and everything like that. So, um, what? Once we'll, Nick we'll and I get our, our court proceedings taken care of, um, and, you know, I'm, I'm not sure exactly, you know, what Pastor Barnaby is going to do either. So that may complicate things depending on, you know, him talking. Yeah, I know he was going to see his lawyer today. I want, so, a cor- I want a payout, dude. You guys took my cigar from me. I'm, I'm wronged here. You literally beat up a pastor on air. He took my cigar. Fair. Fair point. And if that judge but, is a cigar smoker, you guys are hosed. Oh, no, you're exactly right. So, you know, everything yeah, I he, did was well within my right to do, given the circumstances. <laughs> oh, Lord, that was fun. That's all I'm saying. So I'm just glad you were beating on him and not me. So I was happy about that. Oh, well, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Uh, so, well, seriously, thank you so much for your time there, Pinky. Hey, thanks for having me. I hope that someone who has... Someone in their life that has been a cigar smoker but has never indulged themselves, maybe they'll hear this and decide to give it a try. Well, and hopefully those uh, listeners out there that are cigar smokers uh, can use this as a case study of how to introduce somebody into cigars. 100%. I mean, the way you approach this is entirely responsible for my new enjoyable habit. So thank you. That's That's awesome. My cigar fairy. Will, will, will you will you do me a favor? Sure. Will you please come back on the show again? This has been really fun. Oh, of course, absolutely. And we'll we'll do it in person. Like I said, if we get our court proceedings all wrapped up, and yeah, that I think I think you bring a different perspective to the show, and I really like it. I'd love you to come on once in a while. Uh, well, thank you. I mean, if if we're gonna sit here and you're just gonna compliment me the whole time, it just I'll be back anytime. I'll ensure that he has pants on. Oh, please. Yeah. <laughs> I, I put them on before I come in the house. I usually drive pantsless because they I find them constricting in the Jeep. <laughs> and you've already talked about how you drive without a shirt on while wearing your schmog. Yeah, I'll wrap I'll Pinky, I'll wrap when the top's down, I'll put the schmog on so I don't burn like, you know, my, my head. You know, I, I I'm I, you know, I've I've got a little bald spot and um, you know, cheeks and forehead and whatnot, and I'll I'll wrap up in my schmug like I'm in the desert and drive my Jeep, and I get a lot of stares at stoplights. I believe that. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so, yep. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Nick. That was awesome. I had a lot of fun today. She is way cool. Yep. Yeah. So maybe sometime I'll actually get to meet her since I wasn't able to be there. Today. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. But Pinky rocks. She does can't say enough good stuff i know well and i was very i was very flattered with her calling me the cigar fairy (laughs) that was was pretty cool i mean it it 
kind of apt, but yeah, yeah. still. So yeah. very true. No, it was fun. It was there a good time. Go. Now I think we would be remiss since it is a Friday. We have to do the My Monthly Cigars ad, even though we're going to be smoking that on yeah. Tuesday yes. coming up. So just to just to you know clarify again that um, because October has five uh, Fridays. The Friday in the month, fell so early, and it fell so early. A lot of folks would have heard our episode where we opened up the My Monthly Cigars box before they even received their box. Yeah, and we didn't want to do that. And we didn't want to spoil everybody on the box. So what's going to happen is Nick Gervais is going to appear on Tuesday's show, and we'll do the opening of the box on Tuesday, October the 6th. So today, you know, this is what you get. But what is My Monthly Cigars, Nick? My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service where you can get boxes of cigars sent to your door every month. They come in a variety of sizes. We get the Robusto box, which is four cigars for $30. They also have the El Presidente, which is eight cigars for $50. And it comes with two of everything that's in the Robusto box. And that's a good one for sharing with your friends and your buddies and your family and that sort of thing. Or you can hoard them. It's true. Yeah, it is true. And... uh Anyway, both the Robusto and the El Presidente come with the uh, MSRP guarantee, which states that the value of the cigars within the box is guaranteed to meet or exceed the price of the box. I have on good authority that this is like a $43 uh, Robusto box. Yeah, October's shaping up pretty good. Yeah, it really is. So, But anyway, so yeah, you uh, you save money on the on the cigars, and you save even more money if you get the Presidente box because, you know, the value of it and everything. Yep. And if you use offer code PULPIT. P-U-L-P-I-T. That gets you free shipping on the first box as well as 20% off any of the items in their online store because Nick over at My Monthly Cigars has an awesome online store that not only has cigars that have been featured in the boxes before, but a whole lot of other cigars and accessories too. So you're going to want to get over there and find your cigars. Support him. He's a good cat. Yep. He's a small businessman. He's not some big conglomerate. And uh, you know he's a he's a he's a good way to get some good cigars. He's over there just getting it done. MyMonthlyCigars.com. Well, Nick. Yes. We talked about so much in the interview with Pinky. We did, and I'm really excited about that. One thing we referenced a couple of times is our event coming up at Riverman Cigar Company. We did, and like I talked about at the beginning of the show yep. with uh, with the cut, we are going to be at Riverman Cigar Company on Saturday, October the 17th. With One the guys, to four. With the guys from Martinez Cigars. Uh, there's going to be a roller on site, hand-rolling cigars that you can get, and also, you know, hopefully, assuming they don't sell out, but man, you guys are definitely pushing it. You guys are rocking. The Bishop and the Gator. Now, let's talk about the Bishop and the Gator for a moment. Let's. Jeff, this is Friday. The Bishop and the Gator went on sale two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. They've been selling like crazy, dude. Like crazy. And like I said, thank you. Like I said, guys, this first round is kind of limited because you know they they dipped their toe in the water. They wanted to see how you know this was going to go. We had no baseline. It's exactly it. They wanted to see how you guys were going to respond to to you know cigar pulpit cigars. And by God, you guys are doing great. But I still want to say there are still cigars available. Yeah, believe it or not, but I don't know for how long. And that's the thing. So, guys, if you want to get in on that first round, be one of the first group of people to try the Bishop and the Gator. You know, the Bishop features that that nice Maduro San Andreas wrapper, yep. the Nicaraguan binder and filler. I mean, it's a good, good cigar. And then there's the Gator, 
with the uh, with the Connecticut um, yep. rapper. I think it's an Ecuadorian Connecticut rapper. I believe so. I believe. Yes, uh, Sumatra Binder. Yeah, the Sumatra is like, good. Yeah, and then he's got that filler of. Um, I'm wanting to say you have a Nicaraguan and Dominican mix I believe filler. so, yes. I'm pretty sure. I don't have the notes right in front of me. I hate to say it. Back, but, I had all that back when we were doing the blends and testing them and everything, but yeah, I don't have that readily I don't have that in right in front of me. But, but that Sumatra binder really gives it a little kick. It does. Yeah. And it, so you've got a couple of really great cigars, something for both, every palate there. The and, Gator's better, but... Early, early... Early results on the Bishop are really, really good. Okay, I've heard that too. Anyway, so no, head on over to martinezcigars.com and you can pick up your own Bishop and Gator cigars. They come in a couple different ways. You can get them by singles for 11 bucks a piece. They also have the five packs, either five Bishops or five Gators for $50 a piece. Or the best deal, in my opinion, is the tin. It's eight cigars. You get four Bishops, four Gators, $80. And it comes in the spiffy little tin. It does. All you have to do is go to their website, go up to uh, where it says shop, I believe. Yeah. And when you click on that, uh, you go through their different blends and you look for the pulpit. Yep. Find the cigar pulpit cigars. Give those a try, and then we're going to have a virtual herf on Zoom on uh, October the 24th. It's a Saturday. Uh, time is still being figured out. Probably looking, probably looking more in the evening, obviously, yeah. to make sure it accounts. You know, everybody can be available. And uh, once we get all that figured out and set up, then we'll we'll announce that. But you're going to want to have some uh, bishops and gators to smoke on that Zoom call. It will be awesome. We're going to have a good time. It will. Yep. It'll be fun. But anyway, but well, no, and, but, but back to that for a moment to everybody who has already purchased bishops and gators. Thank you so much. Seriously. Like, it's been so cool getting messages from all of you showing us your receipts, your, your final orders and you know, that sort of thing. I mean, it, it's been, it's been really, really cool. And I mean, we were getting receipts. Oh my God. Like right when they went on sale. Yeah. I mean, people were stalking the website looking for them and everything. So it's been really, really neat seeing that, that these have been so popular so quickly, but, but guys, there's still some available and I'll tell you, we still want you to try them and, you know, head on over to Martinez cigars while you're on there. Pick yourselves up some flat irons and some 45s. If you haven't tried them, you're going to thank us. Definitely. Yep. We want you to buy ours, but we want you to buy their other stock, too. Exactly. And now, just just a little bit of housekeeping. The cigars will probably not ship for a week or so. Yeah, I think they're looking at about October the 9th. Yeah, they're still kind of proofing. Well, um, what it is, is Martinez Cigars, they they make the cigars fresh in their factory in New York. And because they make them fresh... Um, you know, they have to have some time to sit and dry because yeah. when you're rolling a cigar, you know, you're, you're kind of, you, you have to wet the tobacco to, yeah. in order to, to, to work with it. And so what it is, is the bishops are sitting there and right now they need a little bit more time because apparently they're just spicy as all get out. Yeah. And so they need a little drying time to, uh, kind of tamper that, that spice down a little bit. And then also with yours, the wrapper on that, it has a little bit of more moisture in it than mm-hmm. Jesus would like. And so in order to perfect the burn line to make sure that burn line is nice and razor tight, they're giving that a little bit of time too. So yep. any orders placed now, they will be shipping, but it's going to be October the 9th. That's the magic day for uh, any orders placed between uh, now and then to ship out. So yep. 
So, so don't you know? Don't don't be waiting yeah, by the mailbox every day. Yeah, don't know? be waiting by the mail. But 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 they're trust coming. Me, they're coming. That's why the herf is going to be you know the twenty fourth, and um, so it gives plenty of time for everybody to get them and you know and everything like that. But guys, seriously, you're going to want to jump on these because yeah. they're moving fast. So make sure you head on over to martinascigars.com and pick up your bishops and your gators. There you go. And last bit of housekeeping, how do people reach out to us on the socials? We are available on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator. Um, That's my page. Yeah, any KKID Gator. Yeah. And then we're also on Facebook. We're on uh, Twitter, uh, YouTube, and you can always reach out to us through CigarPulpit.com. And then we also would definitely want to remind you all to make sure you submit your questions for Ask the Boys via the Cigar Pulpit Hotline, 863-874-0000. And um, we need those questions because, you know, we can't do that segment without it. And that segment's been really good lately. No, it really has. I want to make sure that we keep that up. So, guys, just call in. Tell you know, ask your, ask whatever question is on your mind. No, No question is too stupid for us. Oh, no, no, not <laughs> not by a long shot. But I do want to say, too, and guys, I do want to thank all of our listeners out there. Um, the Cigar Pulpit had its best month ever for the month of September. Yep. And it's all because of you. It's all because you're listening. You're telling your friends to listen to these two morons on the, uh, you know, the Cigar Pulpit podcast. And we really do appreciate it. Yeah. So More than you can ever know. Keep it up. Keep listening. Keep telling your friends. Let's, let's keep going because... Uh, you know, there's a couple other podcasts out there that are doing better than us, and I just I can't let that stand. No, that that will that, not stand. That, that, that is an affront that will not stand. So, <laughs> anyway, no, there. I'll tell you what, we've got some, we've made some really good friendships in the podcast community, I agree. and you know, I I like to listen to the other guys, and you know, I will tell you though the the growth that we've had in you know over the first year here, going into our second year, has been phenomenal, and we just want to say thank you. Indeed. It's been really nice. Well, yeah. I mean, what was it? We looked. It's like 400% growth between last September to this September. Now, granted, last September, we'd only been going for like a month month and a half. Or no, half a month. We started in mid-August. Yeah. So, you know, realistically, there was nowhere to go but up. Amen. And it has. But we did. Yeah. So that's good. So So thank you very much. Indeed. I think everybody should probably stay smoky now. I. Okay, I guess we're wrapping it up. Well, guys, once again, Nick Gervais from My Monthly Cigars will be on Tuesday's show. Yes, he as will. As we open up the October box. Otherwise, um, it sounds like Jeff has nothing else to add to the cause. So um, with that, this has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Everybody needs to stay safe and stay smoky. God, I'm glad that's over. If I wasn't fucking contractually obligated to do this with you, I mean, I'm so sick and tired of seeing your face after that bullshit in the courtroom today. I don't know where my pants went.